Welcome back to another episode of Excuse My Grandma. It's Kim and my co-host. Grandma Gail. First episode of 2024. Wow, this is really unbelievable. It's three years of these episodes, Kim. Yeah, I was going to say we started January 2021. I, I can't believe how time has flown. Did you think we would still be sitting here no. podcasting <laughs> no. in the same apartment? I didn't think anybody would be that interested in our lives, but I guess there are more people than we know that are. So thank you, everybody. It's been a wonderful experience so far. Yeah. Uh, did you, I know we've talked about this before that you didn't know like what a podcast really was prior to starting, but like what have your thoughts been since then how's that evolved well i uh, well actually i realized that people really use them all the time they use them uh for information they use them for entertainment and i've done the same as well now uh you know it's very interesting you get different people's perspectives um when you're walking on the street you put your 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 buds in your ear and you can listen ear pads or whatever they're called (laughs) <laughs> but AirPods. I don't AirPods. I don't do that. I listen to the actual uh, podcasts in my room on my phone. I enjoy it, and, and I just when it comes to TikTok and Instagram too, like people really treat it as a job. Yeah. Well, it has become a job. We, you know, when people say, well, what do you do uh, that don't know anything about podcasts or about what's going on in social media? I think they're in the minority now. That's a dying breed. Uh, You know, most young people and anybody over the age of probably 70 (laughs) now knows about social media, influencers, content creators, and we've become a part of that. Mm -hmm. So it's been fascinating, especially for me, less so for you, because you knew about it so much. Uh, I really didn't, and um, it's where most people get their information from. Uh, yeah, which, well, if for you, good or bad, by the way, I feel like it was a thing older adults did to seem like they were better than or smarter than you when they were like, "Oh, I don't go on that. Like, I, that's not something I do." But now you kind of just seem like well, ignorant and like right. I mean, I'm not saying you should get. I, I mean, I still read the newspaper, and I'm I, as most people of our age do because I like to read an entire article not just a snippet of what the news is but uh, it's basically how young people get their information Um, and I hope that if somebody listens to us it isn't the end all thing on relationships but it's a beginning of a talk and uh, you get ideas from Kim about dating now and about what I think about dating and other subjects that we often talk about. Mm -hmm. And so... um, Yeah, no one's saying rely on one thing. Right. It's more just like another... Baseline. It's a baseline. It's a baseline that, you know, people are now enjoying. Everybody comes up to us uh, that we know. Uh, Really, it's been really a wonderful reception, uh, whether we're on the streets of New York or in Florida or wherever I've been, actually, even in Arkansas. Uh, People came up and said, we enjoy listening to you. And, um, you know, it's, it reminds them it's a nostalgic thing, yet it's a thought-provoking um, podcast as well as our other vehicles that we're on. And we're glad for that. So let's talk about our New Year's Eve. Well, you could talk about yours. Mine wasn't so eventful, but but mm. I spend more time looking in my closet what I was going to wear than I actually think sp- I spent at my activity where I went. So I'll give you Kim. Uh, I went to a cocktail party. A very nice woman that I've known for many years always does it. Uh, She's 
very inclusive. She invites everyone, uh, basically, um, that she knows, and uh, she has lovely cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, and you, you know, you spend about, I mean, some people make an entire evening of it, and others just go in, wish people that are there a happy new year and a healthy one. So I, I it was very cold New Year's Eve down here. So I wore a velvet jacket and a pair of pants and uh, I was very comfortable. Um, and I went with Poppy and, uh, you know, he actually said, I'm not going out afterwards. He didn't, didn't want to go. Um, his Palm Beach midnight is 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. So he said he really isn't in the mood to do anything later. I said, you know what? It's fine with me. So um, he made a dinner out of it. And I came home and had um, honey bunches of oats, which was just perfect. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. And, uh, well, we had a laugh in the beginning of the evening, Kim. Remember what happened? We you had and I, disgusting caviar. It was disgusting. I went and bought. I thought I would be funny. I went to to our local drugstore, which is really more than a drugstore, and it has a whole refrigerator full of caviar, different types. So Only I got in Palm the, Beach. In Palm Beach, I got the most expensive little tight little one. I saw that it was some kind of American caviar, which is fine, and I figured, all right, how bad could it be? So I opened it up for you and I to have a taste before you were going out and before Poppy and I. And I had some champagne on the side, and I thought we'd have some cheese. I opened up the caviar, and I figured, you know, I better taste it first. It was so salty. Even Uh, it 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 was was just beyond. I mean, you can't buy $40 caviar. Well, but I thought I would mix it with something. Also, nobody, like, mixes it it with sour cream in the way that you did. You made, like, a mush together. Like, you're just supposed to take a dab of each thing. Well, I I needed more than a dab because the caviar was so terrible. So, anyway, it proved to me one thing. What you get is what you pay for. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. But we had a laugh out of that. And um, then we went off to our um, cocktail party, and uh, we came home, and I watched... The last remaining chapters of The Crown, which was my Honestly, big night. I should have done that. No, I, no, no. You had fun. Now tell us what I you did. I had fun. Um, I just am always, like, underwhelmed by the holiday in general, which we've talked about. But um, first, I went in West Palm to my friend's fiance's middle school friend's house. So I didn't really know anybody except for the, you know, two, few people that I came with. Um, but it was a nice little dinner. And then from there, someone actually order, organized a party bus. Which I think is a great idea at New Year's Eve. It I was really sort of do. like a limo with a stripper pole in it kind of thing. <laughs> um, to take us 40 minutes or so to Jupiter. Or it was really Palm Beach Gardens where um, another party was at like a gorgeous house on the water. And I didn't know many people there, but obviously it was nice and festive. They had a DJ. Oh, that's really nice. Um, well, that was much nicer than my night. Yeah. Did they have food up in uh, at that party? or uh, was just I think cocktail? there actually was pizza. Oh, okay. Um, but I had already eaten anyway. Right. But they definitely had drinks. Well, we know they had drinks because <laughs> I think you were hungover yesterday. Yeah. That's definitely why we're doing the podcast from bed today. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was fine. I definitely, uh, around midnight, felt the anxiety of like, okay, everyone's going to kiss. And it's like, a, that that like, one sixty seconds is awkward, you know, where right. it's like, happy new year. And you're like, okay, happy new year. I'm ready to go. 
Um, so, you know, it was well, that's that. the I, case of being single. You can't help that. Yeah, and I don't know why. But there it, were other single people there, so everybody was in the same boat. Yeah, but, like, you don't notice that as much. Besides Valentine's Day, I think it's, like, the hardest single holiday. Right. I don't know why, because it's just about ringing in the new year. It's not about relationships, but. I'm telling you, you have to watch. It's all about Harry Met Sally. It's become your life. I love it. It's not my life. Right. I wish it was my life. <laughs> when someone rushes in, that's the thing. I feel like well, I was, that was sitting. At the end of many, many years. Right. It was like ten. So maybe in ten years. Don't go. I don't hope say not. that. I don't um, say that. I'll be in a walker. So yeah, but that. I like I I think I realized at midnight. I'm like I don't really want to be in this position next year. So maybe a few changes need to be made for it to be like a different outcome going into 2025. Well, maybe and not being like. Is any boy going to text me Happy New Year? Like, I don't want to feel that way. Correct. Um, so when it comes to wishes for this new year, um, are there anything that you're hoping to do or work on? Any place you want to travel to? Oh, I have to tell you, this year has been a, 2023. Uh turned out it was it was a good year and a bad year i mean we had a lot of very pleasant things that we did together as a team but then on october 7th the um uh, gaza uh, massacre and terrorist incident occurred and really since then i think everybody's lives have sort of changed and things have become upside down from college campuses to congress to our personal lives and everybody realizing how precarious uh, their situations really are in this world. So I think that would be a wish that I have for 2024, that people would stop, first of all, hating each other and, and try to be uh, somewhat of a, a, a kind to one another. We're all the same under, uh, under our skin. We all have the same hearts and the same uh, desires for health and happiness. And we can approach it differently from different cultures and different viewpoints, but we still all should be looking for peace um, amongst our neighbors and our uh friends and family. So that's something I really hope for for the coming year. And then I also think the political situation needs to quiet down a little. Uh, less animosity um, on their part, also on the candidates' uh, parts, from both parties. It, it, it's not right. And it doesn't send a signal to young people uh, that we are really being a productive nation. So I'm hoping that changes as well. And then I'm just hoping for health and happiness for all uh, of my family and for our viewers. I think that's a great message. So then on a day-to-day -day basis, how are you going to work on those? Well, I'm not, I, I'm really not in charge of anything. So I just go about my own life trying to make other people happy within my own little small circle and if anything I can do I do try uh with whether it be a smile a good morning uh how was your day um I hope you're feeling well making the call to somebody you know isn't feeling well and trying to cheer them up I think all the little things that one does on a personal level can create a larger atmosphere of happiness. And I think that's something that everybody should be doing now. Um, and, uh, you know, it, criticizing one another and picking on 
individual fault of, of a person is not productive. Uh, look at what's good about the, your, you know, yourself and also uh, your family and, what, oh, and your inner circle. Don't concentrate on what isn't good. Concentrate on what is good. And let's try to um, embark on a year of um, more cooperation. I think that's really the word. Cooperation amongst people would be very good. And I also think we have to have a little bit of civic-mindedness. Uh, I think we, you know, if you see a piece of paper on the floor, pick it up. If somebody is homeless, perhaps reach out a hand, give them a dollar, give them two dollars if you're fortunate enough to be able to do it. Uh, you know, hand in your coat to somebody who's cold. You have a load of extra ones if you're walking on the street. Go, go down in the morning and hand one to a homeless person. It, it, it really does matter. Uh, the small little acts of kindness, I think, really matter than the larger gestures. I mean, we're not a nation, but we are a group of individuals who can create a better nation and a greater, greater I think, life for all of us. Okay. I have a pen and paper here. Okay. And I think you should write, we should each write down a few personal little fun goals that we're going to do this year. You write your wishes in first and I'll do my wishes. And then we'll rip and then we'll put them in a box. And we can put them someplace safe and then you can look at them next year and see if we've accomplished them. Okay. That would be a good thing. Um, my first thing is less indecision. Okay. Especially when getting dressed. Yeah, that's a good thing, Kimberly, since it takes you about an hour to pick out an outfit to go to a, a casual restaurant, and you spend less time at the restaurant than it was picking out the outfit. That's completely true, and you've seen this firsthand. And for you, it's really easy because you basically have your uniform, a white button-down shirt, sweater black over pants. it, Correct. black or white pants. It's fine. And it looks good, but I don't have a uniform. Well, I don't think you need a uniform. What I think you need to do is sort of identify colors. And if you have beige pants, you know what goes with beige pants. If you have white it's pants, you know that what easy. goes. That's how you have to figure it out. And you and you sort of you don't buy something out of character of what you want because then you end up with a lot of things in your closet that don't really go together. So when you're going into a store and you say, mm, "I'd like to buy a new sweater," okay, what would look good with black pants? What would look good with my new? Uh, brown or beige pants and if it doesn't look good with that those colors don't buy it number two i want us to have almost a million followers i think that's a great idea kim because that's just so you know a big number that we can choose so we can grow our following and our audience and feel like we're reaching more people um and creating a community I think that's that's a good goal. So I'll write community also. Okay. okay. Fitness. Well, that's your... You like to do that. Okay, so but I want to be like bodybuilder level. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to look so good. You're 5'2", and with muscles, you'll look a little silly, but you could be in fit shape. I think that's, that's a good thing. I want... I'm going to write extra toned. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'm going to write embroidery on here. Okay, you've taken up needlepoint. Because I just started needlepointing, and we'll see if I'm doing that next year. And I'm going to write um, 
skincare and sunscreen because I don't think I ever care about that enough. And well, that is that important. Seems very and we, important. And we, we've talked to many doctors, even on our in our TikToks and on our podcast, that emphasize that you really have to be careful. Cover yourself. Don't go out and sit in the sun without some kind of protective covering. As I've grown older, I see on my skin. I used to love the sun protected and i have had lots of issues okay and then i almost forgot a very important one boyfriend okay well i think that's a good idea i think it has to be somebody that really is serious and wants the same things in life as you do you want a regular nice man who really wants the same thing you want have a family uh do things together that interest you and um it's not about um the nightlife. It's more about relationship and developing a relationship. I think college is over. Time to get serious. Okay. So bonus point if he's hot. <laughs> well, if he's hot, then he probably isn't isn't going to be marriage material. But you may. But you can still have a wonderful time together. Okay. I'm gonna show my little list. It's a very long list, Kim. I think the re a more realistic thing that you should really aim for is maybe two dishes that you can make professionally on your stovetop at home that you can entertain yourself as well as a friend or a boyfriend. I think just two simple dishes and uh, you can do it because we've really been cooking. The, I'm, I'm a disaster. So learning how to cook two simple dishes would be really sufficient. Is this for you or for me? I think that's for you. What could I say? Okay, I'm going to do... More ex do more exercise. Okay. Walking. I I really don't have very much more I want to do myself. How do you like that? I'm pretty content with my with my life. So all I, you want to do next year is walk. Well, I think. I, I think Why don't that, you do any business goals? Uh, my business goals. Uh, you can you can write money on there. My business goal. Make a million dollars. Okay. A million a year. Gross or net? Million net okay. dollars. Net. Okay. Okay. And uh, perhaps, oh, here, I have something. The third thing I think I would like to do, uh, have a product. That's it. I've done it. Okay. Those are my three. I would also like a car if Santa's listening. But the problem with your wanting a car is you should drive better. But I'll drive better if I have a car. I don't know. Nobody wants to be on the road when you're on the road. A classic convertible. Well, I you have could a always do that, but I mean, you have to be. Firstly, you have to. Where are you going in a car? To I'm, see you. Well, I have no idea. So wherever you're going, if that's what you want, you should do it. But I think uh, you have other things on your list that you should this do is first. True. Um. Okay. I think those are some good goals for the new year. We're gonna put this sheet. In a little shoebox or somewhere safe so and we can come we back to it next it by year. Next year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Another great episode of Excuse My Grandma. Follow us online, on social media. We are Excuse My Grandma. Share it with your parents, grandparents, grandkids. Talk about it with them. And we, and why, we want to hear some of your goals as well. So uh, that would be very interesting for us. Yes, we 